Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we discuss the weekly news, awesome matches, and best moments from AEW, WWE, New Japan, Impact, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. So you want more heat? More heat, yes. More heat, mate! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Blokes of Wrestling here on a Friday night. Of course, it's not uh, not Thursday evening. It's Friday nope. night. And uh, we definitely are here to bring the heat today, Soda. Uh, my, vo- my voice is still a little uh, froggy, but I'm going to do the best I can to talk about this because uh, another uh, week with absolutely nothing happening. I know, nothing, right? Nothing to talk about. So we can just wrap up the show now. Uh, we'll play the credits here. Thanks, everybody. It's been a great oh, show. Yeah. Uh, no, of uh, of course we we have another massive news story to talk about, and that all kind of started on it was Tuesday night uh, with the news that Stephanie McMahon had resigned from the company uh, amidst the news that we previously discussed last week, which was of course Vince McMahon returning to the board of directors and all the details surrounding that couple people that are so one person that resigned a couple other people that were forced out and then a couple of other people that were brought in by Vince mm-hmm. uh which uh which then kind of at that point uh was treated as business as usual uh nothing's going to change everybody's going to keep their jobs that kind of thing and i think both of us are like no. there's no way there's no way Vince wants c- control he wants his company back and uh of course then followed up by Stephanie resigning and then um, then the big the big news that or uh, seemingly news at the time yeah I think maybe prematurely reported on by a couple different people In but, the rest uh, of the earth, no you don't say <laughs> <laughs> we get, you know you can debate the morals of the situation all you want but it looks like I, I'm, we're just gonna call this yeah. WWE sale rumors right now because there's a few different stories out there the initial story was that it was sold to saudi arabia which uh i think still could be the case still an option uh the the report was that a deal had been agreed on sort of uh what's the word uh uh, in in perpetuity what no what do you what do you call it yeah or or a deal had been agreed on in principle in principle right with the saudi arabia with a firm uh, there was other, you know, reports of J.P. Morgan assisting with the sale. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, though. I'm not gonna lie because as a Canadian, I, that type of thing, I'm not. I don't know who's who, but I forgot about J.P. Morgan being a business. So when I read that, I was really high, and I thought it was a joke tweet because I'm like, J.P. Morgan died like a hundred years ago. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Now they're an investment firm. 
Uh, there was another name that was thrown out there, I guess, that had only been used previously with the deal with Saudi Arabia, this 10-year contract that they signed to for WWE to run shows there. Yeah. So um, after afterwards, uh, they kind of backpedaled a little bit and said, well, nothing's been agreed on, upon yet. I mean, obviously these things don't just happen overnight. There's a lot of legal stuff that has to get worked out. Mm -hmm. uh, this is probably going to take months. It's not just going to happen like that. There's obviously other parties out there that could potentially buy WWE. But I think bottom line, the stuff that's official is that Vince is back. Stephanie's gone. Who knows what's going to happen with Triple H? Uh, the whole Saudi thing makes a lot of sense because apparently Vince wants it to go back to being a private company. He wants to kind of regain. That would be a way for him to kind of regain control yeah. and be the head creative guy again. And um, No. But, I do not but, want anybody wants that. <laughs> no. No, no, nobody wants, no wrestling fans wants that. Other or, than right, or, ones that or employees are, of the WWE, it turns out. <laughs> right. Or, or you know, I'm sure there's some Vince shills out there, the, these e-drones that I right. like to call them. But, you know, the nor normal smart-minded people don't want Vince to, to come back. But yeah. um, Dave Meltzer apparently then followed up and had a big, long conversation with people at WWE earlier and they posted an article on uh, wrestlingobserver.com about it uh, where he's basically saying that uh, the consensus is as of right now that they're looking to sell the company by the middle of 2023 so that's mm. potentially when we can expect it uh, he said that the media players that have been speculated about are in the mix as is Saudi Arabia uh, there, there's you know obviously other players uh, Nick Khan apparently met with CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, mm -hmm. and ESPN head, Jimmy Pitaro. So I think there's a lot of interested buyers on the table. Another really interesting one that was just come out by CNBC, and that, this they even say this in the article, guys, this is a massive long shot. So oh, I, I think this is probably the, the least likely of all these things to happen. But then again, it's 2023. Some crazy shit went down last year. I feel like anything can happen. Yeah, then 2023 took a look at it and said, hold my whiskey. <laughs> right. But the report from CNBC here is that, and, and obviously this is a report of somebody being interested in, obviously they're going to be interested in it, but Tony Khan and Shad Khan potentially uh, wanting to merge AEW and WWE. So uh, the dream scenario, I think, oh would be, be – be for all the companies to come. It's almost like a reverse WCW. If you that's would. what I was gonna say, like, could you just think, like, think of the irony in that, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I don't think there's a, a yeah. this is like a minuscule, tiny, little, small percent chance that this happens. Yeah, basically, like, there's, there's no way options left. Vince would be have to be high on crack. <laughs> yeah, like you really think Vince is gonna be like, okay, I'm getting a ten million dollar offer from uh, Saudi Arabia, or I'm getting a a, a seven million dollar offer from tony khan like come on yeah like, i i also think that a, a big message here that i would send about all this is that bottom line at the end of the day vince mcmahon likes money over 100%. anything else so he is going to go with the deal that makes the most money for mm -hmm. him i think that's all i can say right now because this is just mostly rumors and speculation and i don't think anything's really going to be ironed out until the middle of the year yeah. but that's like six months that we have to keep talking about it we have to keep hearing these wrestling journalists 
you talk about it. It's like, oh, I just these poor guys, you know. I'm just personally hoping that they sell to Disney because that way I can finally watch it on an app on my smart TV. <sighs> watch it on Disney Plus, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You're right now having to use an Internet Explorer, an Internet browser on my Xbox, and it's shit. Yeah. So obviously we have a media rights deal coming up for WWE. They have to figure out, you know, who they're going to sell to and then renegotiate the TV rights. Yep. Who knows how, how's that, how that's also going to go down. I think another option that is a likely one, if it's not Saudi Arabia, I still unfortunately feel like Saudi Arabia is the most likely Probably. here because it might be the one with the most money, but they have this deal with Peacock already. So maybe mm -hmm. NBC universal steps in and goes, Hey, we want the full thing. Maybe. And maybe then uh, SmackDown gets moved to NBC on Friday nights or something, something Ooh, like that. Be wild. Yeah, like, but or Raw, Raw even as well could be there. Like, you know, yeah. Raw, Raw and SmackDown on Monday and Friday on NBC would be. I I don't think out of the no. high realm of possibilities for how this eventually goes down. No, def definitely not. Um, it just makes sense because of the of their legendary business history right you know saturday night's main event and yeah. all that so no i mean that would make that would make sense yeah yeah so and let's I, not I, I, there was also so there's also a lawsuit today i don't know if that's something you're gonna touch on i i didn't I, i've had a lot of stuff going on today so i didn't get a chance to really look at the details of it yeah. but yeah what 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 do you got so, um basically uh the gist of it is there is a shareholder who is uh suing this man in a civil court uh, from Delaware, uh, basically. Oh yeah. yeah, suing him for you know basically using his power to put in some yes men and to basically I did taking over the business because I guess it's potentially illegal to do that in Delaware. So yeah, to to use that to his advantage to then get unanimously yeah, which reelected yeah, exactly the CEO. What it looks like it's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, I, I think it could be illegal. In Stanford, Connecticut, and Vince would still f somehow find a way to get away with it. Right. Um, you know, Only so I, I don't know. Right. Right. There, it's just crazy. Nowhere else that this could have happened. This is this is like almost like a real life Raw angle, Monday Night Raw angle playing out. Like it, it, it almost feels like, like he forgot that. He okay, we got we got rid part. of the big we got rid of the big bad heel, and then a few months later, here he comes. He's bad. Yeah. It's like he for it's like he finally snapped and forgot that Mr. McMahon is just a character. Yeah. Because he's gone full, full, full McMahon. Full he's in his late seventies and he's a senile old rich white man. Pretty much. That maybe should be uh taken out to pasture. Yep, brought behind the show. I hate, I don't wanna I don't wanna be uh I don't wanna be too brutal on the show. But I know you I'm thinking you the know same how I feel. <laughs> you know, I think I, I think we have a mutual feeling on on Vince at this point. Yeah, like, like thanks, Vince, thank you for ah! everything you've given us, but stay the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I, I don't have really much more to say on this other than we kind of have to just wait yeah. to see how it goes over the next wait few and months. See. And, yeah. It's gonna be a long wait and see, but I'm I'm hope fingers crossed that it doesn't end up in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but it's just like, it's like what else could go on in this story, pretty much at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, we'll we'll see there. But I think let's let's move on to talk about some some actual fun stuff here because yeah. that's what I prefer to talk about on the show. We kind of report on the big uh, horrible news items when we have to, but we kind of prefer to talk about yeah, the wrestling, did. the wrestling itself, which has been very good recently. Uh, at least the shows that I watched this week. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and one of those shows that I've been watching recently that's been very good is Impact Wrestling. And we have the Impact Hard to Kill pay-per-view coming up tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, the pre-show starts at uh, about 4 p.m. Pacific, so I'll, I think I'll be able to at least catch like the first few matches or so before mm -hmm. our, our stream starts. Uh, I guess today, technically today, Impact yeah. Hard to Kill pro probably is over by the time this, this is dropping on the channel. Probably. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it nonetheless. I'll run down the card here because uh, this does look like a really good show. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really I, They have a stacked card. This is like one of their bigger pay-per-views of the year i think they have like four or five like big kind of their big four or five whatever yeah it makes sense um but this one on the pre-show we have kick it off taya valkyrie rosemary and uh jessica the death dolls taking on tasha Steele, savannah evans and giselle shaw in a six woman tag so that could be a lot of fun nice and then we have a uh, impact uh x division uh scramble match Trying to remember what the hell that means. Scramble match is uh, you have like a, a set time match? limit. No, what well, kind of? It's you got a set time limit with a bunch of people right. in it, and um, there's multiple pinfalls throughout, and whoever has yes. the belt at the very end is the champ. So which right. means well, technically Brian Kendrick is WWE champion. Right. No. Uh, this this is actually not for a belt. This is just for. Okay. Uh, I think I think it might be like probably for a number one contender spot. I would I would imagine. Okay. But it's uh, Alan Angels, formerly of Dark Order, now mm -hmm. of uh, uh, the design and impact, a kind of heel, heelish cult faction there. Uh, you got him taking on Yuya Uemura uh, from New Japan. Mike Jackson, the freaking legend. I think he's like, in a, he's like 72 or something at this point. Uh, who? I've actually never heard of him. Yeah, go, check him out. Go Google yeah. uh, Mike Jackson wrestler uh, when you get around to it. this guy. This guy's been around. He, he's not a notable figure, but he's, he's like an indie He's been on the indies for you know like 50 years or something. Gotcha. Like so, uh, also in this match, Poopinder Gujar, Speedball Mike Bailey, a fellow Canadian of yours, and then mm -hmm. Kushida, also from New Japan. So great to see him at Impact. Uh, this should be a crazy match with all sorts of mm -hmm. flippy shenanigans. And then, interestingly enough, kicking off the main card for the Impact World title. It's Bully Ray taking on Josh Alexander uh, in a full metal mayhem yeah. match. So like an old school ECW kind of deal here. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, and really interesting that this is kicking off the show. Yeah, it is. After so, all the build. Which I'm wondering that because they did, I I, I, I followed on Twitter, followed Impact on Twitter, and I noticed they, they did an angle tonight where they're going to announce who's taking over for Scott Demore. So I'm wondering yes. if maybe that we might just play into it because, as, yeah. because what happened last week with Scott Demore really piqued my interest. So, I mean, I yeah. can see them. It, it looks like it's a good, good storyline, so I can see them continuing it throughout the night. So maybe that's why. I think there's a very, very strong possibility that the mystery new GM of Impact Wrestling is none other than Raven. Ooh, that'd be good. Yep. That's that's my prediction on that one. But yeah, yeah really interesting that this is kicking off the show. Mm -hmm. um, but we also have Steve Macklin taking on Rich Swan in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So that should be a crazy oh, yeah. wild. Uh, we got Jonathan Gresham taking on Eddie Edwards. Uh, which is a match that was supposed to happen at the last pay-per-view. Actually, I think this was supposed to happen in like the April pay-per-view that I went to, the one that I have the, the poster oh, for yeah. over here. Um, and we're finally getting this match uh, all the way it to happened. January 2023. Well, it didn't happen because Gresham was hurt at oh, the time, okay. and then he went to AEW, and then that didn't work out, and he 
like retired for a few months and then he came back and did a couple indie shows and then he signed yeah. an impact. So I think the only day was uh, he was with uh, Jordan Grace. Yeah, they're married. Right yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. I'll get to Jordan Grace again yeah. here in a little bit, but we also have Joe Hendry, uh, who you don't even have to. Uh, let's see. I, I, I had a thing prepared, but I fucked it up. So I'm going <laughs> to try this again. Uh, a man that you don't even have to say his name. Amen. He appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. There you go, Soda. It's the man, Joe Hendry. Oh, yeah. Taking on Moose. Oof. Man, this is a, this could be a good match. Joe Hendry versus Moose for the Digital Media Championship. <laughs> All right. Just like okay, another belt. Yep. It's uh, a fall for Moose. We also have Black Taurus taking on the X Division champ Trey Miguel. Uh, heel Trey recently, he's been uh, tearing it up. So that should be another crazy wild match. And then for the Impact tag team titles it's the motor city machine guns defending against keith and rhino ace austin and chris bay and the major players your boy soda yeah in a, in a fatal four-way elimination match that's so that, that could be a, lot of be a fun match and then for the number one contendership for the knockouts title we have another fatal four-way between masha slamovich diana perrazzo Taylor Wilde and Killer Kelly. Mm. I think I got Killer Kelly in that one because then the winner of that will be taking on the winner of Jordan Grace and Mickey James in a title versus career. Which match. you know where this is going, which means this is the main event. This is booked as yeah. the main event, of which course. Which means Mickey James is probably going to lose. Probably retiring. Probably yep. retiring. And maybe shows up at the WWE Hall of Fame. Maybe yeah. Royal Rumble. Maybe. Anything's possible at this point. Who knows? Um, but no, yeah, no. it is title versus career. And I think this is going to be a big passing of the torch moment. Yeah. Kind of to the next generation with Jordan Grace, who's been... I think I, if I had to rank the the number, like the top my top five uh, women's wrestlers of 2022... Mm-hmm. I would probably have Jordan Grace in the top three alongside yeah. Bianca Belair and Jamie Hayter. That would be like the big top three. I don't know what order I'd put those three yeah. in, but th- that's definitely who I would have. Pretty damn good company. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this should be a really, really good pay-per-view. I'm, I'm looking forward to going and watching this uh, probably later tonight. Uh, or I'll, I'll watch some of it and then yeah. uh, finish it later. Yeah, if anything, I, would, I probably wouldn't watch it until the weekend or something. Yeah, it might be a weekend thing for me. I'll try to avoid the spoilers on that one. Yeah, but, well, uh, the spoiler to me, that's one of those things. Wrestling is one of those things. I don't mind being spoiled by the ending as long as it's like the match is good. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so we got uh, AEW Dynamite and Rampage to talk about. Uh, we, yeah. we actually haven't seen Rampage yet, so we'll run down the card. Um, but by the time this is airs, it will it will have already aired. So apologies for not covering it in full, but we'll talk a little bit about each mm-hmm. thing. Um, but uh, starting things off with Dynamite, which was live from the uh, LA Forum, or the, the, the formerly the Inglewood Forum, now the yeah. Kia Forum in Los Angeles. LA Forum, baby. Yep, and uh, kicking things off in full gear, uh, no pun yeah. intended, or maybe it was. Hangman Page taking on John Moxley in an absolute war. Uh, two guys. Over. 
This, I know, absolutely not. I think there's definitely one more match, probably with a stip to come, probably at the pay-per-view. Um, but this was, the way that this was booked, uh, me and Tyler were actually talking about it beforehand. We pretty much predicted it to a T. We were like, what needs to happen is Hangman Page needs to win. He needs to hit Moxley with such a fucking full throttle uh, lariat uh, slash uh, buckshot at the end of this match and make it seem like he pretty much gave Moxley a concussion, sort of like a like a worked concussion. And that's exactly what they did here. But man, was this match ever something like mm -hmm. the match of all lariats. Like there were so many fucking awesome looking lariats in this match. And I love how it just started out with the two of them just like going at it and brawling. It was exactly yeah. what, what it should be. And if not better than kind of what I expected, I absolutely love this match. I thought it was a phenomenal with, opener. The with show. the build, there was no way this was going to be a technical match. But these two involved, it was yeah. going to be a brawl. And I'm brawl. thinking, I'm thinking probably the more, the probably the best scenario for the rubber match would be a lights out match. Because that way the winner doesn't okay. really get affected too, uh, the loser, sorry, doesn't get affected too badly. I'm thinking it's it's something that involves, and I think maybe a lights out match has this tip where you have to, uh, your opponent has to stay down for ten for a ten count. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think I think that's there. because they both like knock each other unconscious. Yeah, that would make the okay. That actually does make more sense. Last man standing match yeah. maybe uh, could be I a quit. little bit more fitting, or an I quit match. Yeah. Um, but I, I think maybe something involving a finish where the one of these guys has to stay down for ten. Yeah. But um, I'm really hoping that uh, they give Moxley a few weeks off here because he's been like, I think, deserved a vacation for several, several months now. And mm -hmm. he'll spend some time with his family. So, um, yeah, uh, great stuff there to kick off the show. And then the biggest surprise of the night, I think this was something that was was uh, they did a really good job keeping this under wraps. Like there was mm -hmm. no Meltzer or, or, or anybody to the, the point, there's a picture online of, of this person sneaking into the building right in the bottom of the back yes. seat of the car. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it kicks off with Tony Schiavone basically being like, ladies and gentlemen, my special guest at this time, and he doesn't even say it, it's all about that boom, the music yeah. hits. And out comes Adam Cole, Bebe, uh, to may maybe the, the most over he's ever been in his entire career. He's going to be a Coming off be this injury. Probably the loudest... Uh, Adam Cole Bebe chant that I've ever heard. Probably. It's been, uh, you know, it's been a long time. It's been pent up. <laughs> yeah. So loud that I screamed it at the top of my lungs of the television and completely blew out my voice. So, of course. Uh, that that will happen. But, yeah, I, uh, I'm very happy to see Adam Cole back. And, yeah, this was a total babyface promo. Yeah. He went out of his way to thank the fans and everything. And he's he's back and he did the, the good news, bad news swerve and the bad news. Yeah. For the rest of the locker room, yeah. I love it. It's just a, it's a classic uh, oh, no, it's good. switch it's, there. It's good to have him back after, especially when you hear just how bad it was. You're like, holy crap! There were rumors that he was going to have to have to retire. So it almost seemed like for a second there that he was going to, mm -hmm. that was going to be this promo. But but glad he's back, baby. Very very glad he's back, and I think his first feud should be with none other than the Switchblade, Jay White. Coming yeah, back in from New true, Japan because yeah. that's who took him out. Mm -hmm. I always feel like these guys come back; they should go after the guy that took them out. So, Agreed. um, switch by Jay White. That's that's what I'm, I'm hoping they can do with. Yeah, and they could easily do it at the next New Japan show coming up in a month. Mm -hmm. Uh, at the, the 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 one with Mercedes. Yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I didn't even, by the way, we'll, we'll talk about the women's stuff later, but I just didn't even watch anybody shows like no offense to people reporting, but like, I just knew it was going to be a shitstorm of people complaining of that Mercedes didn't shut. No, we're not going to talk about how this was like probably one of the best ep episodes of dynamite in quite some time. We're going to talk about how Mercedes wasn't there and how much AW is going to fail because of it and how much of a horrible decision. Guys, I told you it's not going to be fucking Mercedes. Okay. I don't think we're going to see Mercedes until forbidden door, if at all in AW. So yeah. what do you want? Fucking marks. Unless they make it a trio of matches, <laughs> she did turning heel and joining Baker and uh, Hater. Maybe, but I think there's anything's there's possible. A, anything's possible. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we also had Jungle Hook taking <laughs> on Big Bill, Large William, <laughs> and uh, Lee Moriarty in, in a match that was uh, exactly what it needed to be. Mm -hmm. Quite and, uh, the spot when Hook gave the belly to belly overhead to Big Bill. You can tell the match was building to that spot. Yeah. And then the finish, obviously, as well, with them getting the win. But, man, that was just like, you're waiting for mm -hmm. it, you're waiting for it, and then he did it. Oh, that was so it was in a moment like that where you're like, you could tell Hook is Taz's son. Yeah. That's such a Taz move. And I've been watching the um, the top 50 Oh My God moments in ECW history, so I've been seeing a lot of old Taz, and it's like, oh, yeah, you could definitely see the paper. You could definitely yeah. see it. I would mind seeing Big Bill and Hook in a singles match as well. That would be a really good match. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some great moments where he, he st stands up to him and he's clearly a lot shorter. But it's like, it doesn't matter. You can't, he didn't, doesn't even matter. You wouldn't even oh, need yeah. to know because it's like, they're they, both they so fucking things, mad. They, they could do things like the old Spike Dudley spot, throwing them. They could do things. There's so many things Big Bill could do to hook, put him through the ring that they could, you know, there's just so many, so many opportunities in that match. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, we then go backstage to Renee. Uh, who is uh, joined by none other than former Schmodown competitor Paul Walter Hauser? Yeah, uh, of Cobra Kai fame, and uh, uh, what's the the movie about the guy that that uh, oh um, called in the the bomb? Um, shit, Richard Jewell. Damn it, Richard Jewell. Thank you. Yeah, he's great in that. I feel like he got snubbed I big time by Great in that. That's first time yep. I saw. Yeah, he finally got his Golden Globe, which is great because I I didn't give two shits about the golden globes, but I, the one yeah. clip that I did watch was Paul Walter Hauser saying, get the tables yeah. at the end of his speech. That was one of two that I watched. The other one, of course, was yeah, Kihoi Kwan's uh, acceptance speech when he won. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good for those guys. But yeah. Um, yeah. Paul Walter Hauser, who has this interaction with best friends, uh, he's kind of questioning Dan Housen and I love the internet. Paul Walter Housen. <laughs> uh, it works <laughs> yeah of course that was like it's so obvious they had to do it yeah um but yeah it's kind of funny i mean i know this guy was a big wrestling fan but like seeing him like on the schmodown and now on aw oh. like yeah. <laughs> no he he's a huge wrestling fan i used to follow him on twitter before he left that long time ago and uh yeah no he's he he he's such a huge wrestling fan that he got judas into cobra kai Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is a scene with Judas. I haven't yeah, seen it. So it's uh, the episode where he's reintroduced, um, where he's brought back, and he's driving up to where he's staying, and Judas is playing, and he's singing along to it. Nice. Yeah, I gotta watch that show, man. One of these days, I'm Dude, gonna sit down and watch show, all yeah. the Karate Kid movies, you know, minus the Jackie Chan one, and then that go. Which the is Kai okay, show. but but Cobra Kai is a show that had no right to be as good as it is. That's what I hear. That's no. what I hear. 
Um, but yeah, uh, funny stuff with Paul Alterhauser and Best Friends. And uh, he's then announced to have a segment on Rampage as well. So we'll see more of him uh, later on. Uh, we then had Takeshita coming out for his match against Danielson, but he gets interrupted by MJF, who comes out right. and uh, uh, goes after him. And then he screams something in Japanese, and MJF mocks it. And he says uh, has, has some naughty words, which I loved. <laughs> then MJF also going after Ken Jong, who was there, yeah. who we saw in the previous match as well. Um, and then, of course, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, who's just proud. like, what I love when they're showing on Freddie. He's like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, and possibly the, the line of the, maybe even the, the moment of the week, uh, so it's maybe spoilers for later, uh, calls Freddie Prince Jr. a Scooby-Dooby douchebag. That was good. Just the best. MJF, yeah. man. Just absolutely the best. Agreed. MJF rocks. He really, really does. Uh, my, yeah. my goal in life is to uh, interview and then subsequently be buried by yeah. MJF. And let's not forget how this segment ends. <laughs> Brian Career Daniels, goals. Brian Danielson's music pops up and MJF just scurries out like a rat. Bolts out of there, but his run was like like a, a weird Phoebe from Friends style kind of. <laughs> it was perfect for MJF yeah. run. I just think more, more of him running, please. Yeah, this is great I need that stuff. in my life. Uh, but yeah, then we have, of course, uh, another you could probably call brawl uh, at times. It was yeah. it was a good mix, and like you get this with Danielson, a mix of like the technical uh, grappling style at the beginning, but then it turns into a full on fight, and then they do all sorts of crazy flippy shit as well. It's just like these guys are masters of their craft. I mean, obviously Danielson, but the Takeshita kid is just. Something else, man. He's, he's yeah, really yeah. And of course, like if you're like paying attention to what's going on behind the scenes, like it sounds like he's gonna be like he's getting a big push. I mean, with all the stuff going on with Callus right now, and there's video yes. of them at the hockey game, and it's funny watching Callus like pointing it out as if to catch it as an idiot. I saw that. Tough. It's like barely committing to it. But somebody's like caption was father and son or something. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff there. Well, I'm curious to see where they go with Takeshita and mm -hmm. uh, Don Callis. Definitely. Uh, but, yeah, Danielson, of course, picking up the win. Uh, he has to adhere to these stipulations of winning every single match every week leading up to, I think, like February 8th or something. And then I don't know why it wasn't just, like, up to the pay-per-view. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was. No, no. It's like yeah. you have to win every match up to February 8th. Weird. Which is, like, kind of weird. So I don't know what they're going to do for that month. I guess he'll wrestle other matches, but he doesn't necessarily well, have to yeah. win. Maybe it, yeah, they didn't say how many matches we needed to be number one contender. Yes. But next week... It's Danielson versus Bandito, which I can't freaking wait for that. That should be no. a hell of a hell of a match. That was announced for next week's episode of Dynamite. Um, then we cut backstage, and Juice Robinson, of all people, uh, who uh, had a pretty funny thing on Dark where the, uh, the Dark Order tried to recruit him, and he's like, I'm already in a club. I'm in the Bullet Club, <laughs> yeah. which was kind of funny. Um, so he's still technically in the Bullet Club, but he uh, answered – Darby Allen's open challenge. And so we got that coming up on Rampage as well, uh, which should be, that should be a fun match. Looking forward to that one. And then we had uh, Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD taking on Soraya, yeah. and Tony Storm. Uh, pretty good stuff here. It wasn't like, you know, a, a blow away match or anything, but you know, it, it served it, its purpose. It was more storyline purposes. Yeah. It was uh, the with, next step in the story. Yeah. Well, of course with Sheeta coming out, halfway through, kind yeah. of halfway through the match, uh, and then sort of being ringside, interaction or two with Rebel, maybe here or there. Um, Rebel makes the distraction, 
And then Sheeta throws the kendo stick into the middle of the ring, not, not seemingly helping either party, yeah. but just kind of tossing it in there to be used. And then Jamie Hayter picks it up, whacks Tony Storm with it. Uh, actually, I think uh, they're both her and Britt were in there. And Britt picks up the kendo sticks and whacks Tony with it. And then uh, Jamie hits the, the lariat yeah, for the win. The um, and uh, behind the ref's back, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Tony Storm taking a loss again. Soraya, technically, this is her first loss yeah. in, in AW. She's two, she's one and one, two only wrestled two yeah. matches so far. But I thought she looked good in this match. A couple of things she did. I love that, like, kind of senton type of thing that she does outside the, the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Brit at one point, I like that. I like that spot, and uh, yeah, again, this is more a storyline thing. Uh, her and uh, both Soraya and uh, Sheeta have been going back and forth on Twitter, mm-hmm. and like Sheeta quoted the thing, it was like no words, and she said same, and then Soraya quote, quote tweeted her and said you're a traitor, and she was like what? Like what did I do? So they're already starting it on the yeah. social media, and it's going to honestly of course... felt like um, a match in my career mode in WWE 2K. <laughs> it's yeah. What it felt like. So, um, so we'll see. I don't what happens with Sheeta. I'm yeah. assuming she's going to turn and oh, maybe yeah, it, maybe it, join. She's going to join Brit's group. Maybe that that character kind of needs it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, mean, she, I love her, and she's awesome yeah. in the ring. But and like the, case, the, eh. the match uh, with. Jamie Hayter was amazing, yeah. but I think like you could also see her having awesome matches with Tony Storm and Soraya. Yeah. You know, so maybe, maybe that's somebody to hand Soraya her first actual like singles loss. Maybe you know, maybe we'll see. So um, curious to see what they where they go there. Yeah, we talked about that there was no Mercedes on the show. I don't think we have to say anything else. It's not happening, guys. Sorry. Yeah. And if it is, there's other chances for it to happen. Yes, as I said, like this doesn't mean she's never going to show up in AEW. It just means she wasn't on this show. Yeah. Uh, despite, I don't know why people expected it. They dropped one little hint there, but maybe that one little hint is for her to come down later on, later on down and the road. Who so. knows? Maybe there was negotiations that were going well up until recently and things changed. Like anything's possible. Maybe New Japan stepped in and said, no, we don't want her making yeah. any appearances. We want to build to our pay per view first. Yeah. You know, and they have a working relationship. So maybe they're like, ah, it's fine. Okay, we can use her for Forbidden Door. She can beat Kyrie, win the title, you know, down the road, have a match with Britt. You know, Britt, not, Britt yeah. versus, dude, that's like a headlining Forbidden Door match right there. Britt Baker versus Mercedes for the IWGP Women's Title on Forbidden Door. Like, come on, guys. Like, think, think for a second about this. Yeah, um, yeah. That, I think that's asking too much of some uh, wrestling fans out there. But uh, we had our, our main event, which was the Elite taking on the Death Triangle. In match seven slash game seven yeah. of the best of seven series, which kicked off, if you remember, with Phoenix using the hammer on Kenny Omega and pinning the man who would then go on to dethrone Will Ospreay, uh, current IWGP US champion, Kenny Omega coming off the six yeah. and a quarter star match from last week. And uh, wrestling a very, very good, crazy, as we figured it would, main event. Yeah. Uh, kudos to these guys for having a different match, seven different matches, all very different styles, mm-hmm. all sorts of amazing wrestling here and crazy spots, uh, including, of course, the finish of Kenny Omega hitting the one-winged angel off of the ladder. Not even I thought he was going to hit the one-winged angel on Phoenix on through that ladder. ladder. Yeah. But no, he 
went full on hit him on through the apron or through the through the ring. Yeah. So that was just crazy. And then managed to climb the ladder and win the belts. And the elite are the new trios champion. Two time now, technically, two time trios champion. Uh, and I am so, so freaking hyped for what they're gonna do with those belts because I feel like it's just a reign that's been paused. You know, it's paused and then yeah. continued, but with more stuff. And now, as I as I can barely speak, uh, this was the so best way to to do this in hindsight because of how everything went down at Brawl Out. So I mean, as a way to make it up to the fans, this was the best way to do it. And when it was over, I sat to myself, I'm like, this will be remembered like Benoit versus Booker T, best of seven in WCW is gonna be remembered because that's considered one of oh, the best, yeah. best, best this, of seven series. Um, and I'm I heard a lot it. of people saying this was the best. Best of seven series. This is up. Oh, this is definitely up yeah. there. And, and the end, the final match definitely is. Spoilers. This is my match of the week, and and the yeah. moment of the week is the one winged angel because that whole finishing. Yeah. Sequence just, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's just this was so so good. I I'm so freaking happy that this was just definitely like one of those big feel good moments to end the show, and. um looking for because no. i i was thinking about it and like i don't think any of these belts are going to change hands anytime soon even at the next pay-per-view like i could see maybe the acclaimed dropping the tag titles but even yeah. then it's like i feel like all these champions deserve like kind of a longer reign you know especially guys yeah. like mgf so um we'll see what i think the elite are going to be trios champions all the way into like you know the summer or at least what i'm hoping for because um, I got tickets for the next Battle of the Belts in Rhode Island Very uh, nice. coming coming up in April, April 7th. And I'm um, kind of like fingers crossed that we get maybe a, a match with the Elite on that Battle of the Belts, considering good. it's a, a Battle of the Belts. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, so good stuff there. Uh, I'm going to definitely give this the greatest dynamite of all time rating, even, even though some people – on the internet, maybe legitimately trying to say it was the worst dynamite of all time because Mercedes Monet didn't appear. But like one thing on. doesn't make it the worst. <laughs> well, tell Twitter that. But yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, as I said, we we haven't seen. Oh, one other thing I did want to say um, about the main event was uh, Death Triangle. Do you think this is the end for them as a faction? Do you feel like I they might? So. Uh, they're going to turn on Phoenix. That's where I'm thinking it's going. Oh, you think so? He took he took every pinfall and and he took the one winged angel in this match, I believe. Oh, in I never saw matches. That. And okay. he was the one that like Pac had to convince to use the hammer. Yeah, and they used okay. the hammer. He finally got the hammer. He won, but he was always like the reluctant one of the group. So I could so see think? them. I could see like one of these we'll hear from Death Triangle type yeah. of things, and they come out and they cut a promo, and then the two guys they all beat down. Uh, Phoenix and so you, so you think Pentagon turn on on Phoenix? I'm turn on his brother maybe, or they could do it where Pac turns on the other two guys. Which I think it's the one that's more likely, and then and, and maybe teams up with some other heel. Yeah, and, and then those those guys feud. Well, who knows? We get, we, yeah, I, no, but I do I, I don't I do think this might be the last ever death triangle match that we've seen at least for a while. I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's Pac that turns because I want to see. Um, the um, uh, Lucha Brothers versus the Acclaimed. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, that would be that would be an epic pay per view match right yeah. there. 
Definitely. Um, but yeah, we'll quickly run down the Rampage card. We got speaking of the acclaimed, we have them getting their Walk of Fame stars. Uh, we did get the the one quick promo we got on Dynamite where they took a jab at uh, both Donald Trump and, of course, uh, uh, I think Bowen said something about being unanimously voted by the the board of yeah. L.A. or whatever it was. It's like, ah, there's their one uh, dig. I did see that they uh, they did the rap on Rampage, which we probably won't see the version of it that actually happened where he fucked up the rap and they had to restart it. Really? Good thing Rampage was pre-taped this week, but really? yeah, there's a video of it. Uh, he goes to, to do the rap and he fucks up the line. And he's like, ah, I fucked up. Let's start again. And they all like go to the back and Billy Gunn, the way Billy Gunn is selling it is just brilliant as always. Awesome. Um, but then the crowd's chanting, you fucked up, you fucked up, Adam. It's a great clip. I, got, I definitely recommend you guys. But we probably, the version that we see is the one where he just comes out and does the rap. And there's no, yeah. it's, I'm sure there's an edit or whatever. But um, that's pretty funny. I would love to see like a bloopers, uh, AEW bloopers one of these days where it's like stuff from the fight TV feeds where they go to picture in picture. And, and like a lot of people don't see it, but I, I have the, the thing where I, I can watch it. Uh, where there's like stuff between Taz and Excalibur and, and like I, stuff like Max Caster's rap that he fucks up. I would love to see like a blooper of a bunch yeah, of Yeah, I, I got lucky once and was able to hear hear that. I remember it was uh, back when CM Punk first joined. And it was like, so this is what they talk about during commercials. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. But yeah, the the Rampage card here also, we have Paul Walterhausen making appearances. We talked about Paul Walterhausen. Uh, yep. And uh, we also have Malachi Black and Brody King. Uh, the Kings of the Black Throne, I believe, is the, the sub-name. Sub uh, for that tag team, taking on Kingston and Ortiz. A lot of stuff building with Kingston and Ortiz. Mm -hmm. I don't know if those two guys are going to split. I came out of nowhere. Ortiz possibly joining House of Black. I don't know what they're what they're going to do there. Um, but I'm sure, again, by the time this airs, we will have found out. Uh, we also have Willow and Ruby Soho against Ty Anna Anna J A S or whatever, whatever they're called now. I think I think they're called because uh, it was Ty J, right? So it's Ty J A S. Is what, what Chris Jericho was oh, <laughs> oh, oh, just the greatest. The sports entertainers in a street fight. I cannot wait to watch this one. It sounds awesome. Uh, and then I'm guessing the main event is Darby Allen taking on Juice Robinson for the TNT title. So Probably. pretty good Rampage to look forward to, at least on paper. Mm -hmm. uh, Rampage has been significantly better the last few weeks, I thought. So definitely looking forward to checking this, this one out. But, um, yeah, that's a... Uh, I think that's pretty much going to do it for us here, guys. We, we already kind of spoiled our match of moment of the week, but I think we both had the Elite versus Death Triangle, uh, the uh, Escalera de la Muerte match, the Ladders of Death. Oh, God. The finale of the Best of Seven series. I was sitting there, I was watching the match, and I'm like, man, this is the same arena where Macho Man and Elizabeth got back together. Yes, the forum. Yeah. Fabulous forum, they call it. Yeah, one of my favorite wrestling moments of all time. For sure, for sure. And then speaking of moment of the week, I think we both have Kenny Omega hitting that one-winged angel on Phoenix uh, yeah, off the it's ladder. A great sequence. And, but I'm also I also give the honorable mention to um, MJF with the Scooby Dooby Douchebag. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, good. for me, my favorite part was Freddie Prince. But what did I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there you go, everybody. Kind of a shorter show today. I, yeah. it's, it's tough for me to get through this with this whatever the heck's going on. Uh, as I said, I think I screamed Adam Cole Bebe 
so hard at the top of my lungs that just burst a wind windpipe. So uh, with enthusiasm that uh, that that man is back in in pro wrestling and back on my, our television screens. But um, any uh, any other final thoughts? There's another moment of the week for him. Adam Cole's return. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but uh, any other plugs or anything you want to? Any other final thoughts before we get out of here, Soda? Um, I know that we're we're doing something weird tonight. It's our we're we've hired our um our our multiverse selves. We've other I, you notice I'm wearing a little bit of a different shirt. We're both kind of yeah. wearing different shirts. I got my hair a little different tonight. Yeah, got your hair really a little different. Uh, this this is the the Dagan and Soda variant. Uh, our Earth six one six versions are currently live right now. Yeah, uh, on our on our tribute this is stream us in the past. for yes for our our lost brother. Yeah, Rainer, so um, which... what we're doing is uh, we're doing it across um, across stream. So on the Multiverse Kingness and the Northern Entertainment Group, we're going to be doing uh, a tribute show to Ben live. Um, and we are going to be do raising money right now. Well, go over there and yeah, watch it. Right now. Guys. It's live right now. So once you're going to hit this, definitely go hop over there. Um, I, I meant to money. put a disclaimer at the beginning, but I was I was going to be like, guys, don't watch this show yet. I know it just dropped on the channel, but hit pause. Go join us over on Multiverse Geek to come back. Watch us talk about wrestling, exactly. Because um, we we definitely want to honor Ben yeah. and uh, just how yeah. how much of an amazing person that he was. And that's what we're basically, like I said, we're gonna be raising money through GoFundMe for the familial dysautonomia uh, this, uh, this or uh, his foundation, which is the disease that Ben had, or as I like to call it, Riley Day syndrome, because it's a lot easier to say. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna be raising money for that charity uh, via GoFundMe. You'll be able to find the link to that in the description. Um, yeah, so throughout the I'll night, put the link in the chat here too, for sure. the, the bottom um, of the, the comment section. You. And yeah. yeah, so throughout the night, um, we'll be having friends, collaborators, uh, Ben's brothers will be joining us at the beginning of the show, so we'll have them on. Um, it's going to be a fun time. We're going to have clips, our, some of our favorite memories of Ben from some of the stuff he's done, and there's some funny ones in there. Um, it's it's going to be a great way to send off one of the greatest guys I've, I've ever known. Um, so yeah. definitely check that out. And if by any chance you watch this and you're not watching that uh, and you're watching this on the replay, maybe on Saturday or Sunday, yeah. I, I know a five or six hour duration length video might be daunting, but I I highly recommend you go and watch all of it Agreed. because I know there's going to be a lot of, I think, emotional moments, yep. but also moments of celebration and laughter Exactly. And, and, and throughout just, the night, we're going to be talking about things that Ben, that we knew Ben loved, like TV, there are certain TV shows, certain movies type of stuff. So basically the whole night's going to be, be about Ben. It's a celebration of Ben. Basically. 100%. Yeah. They're not trying to make it like a funeral, you know, kind of, um, right. it's, a it's, a, it's a celebration of life. It's a celebration but, of everything that he yeah. did in, in this sphere. And he, he did a lot in 35 years, man. He did a lot of living. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Shout out to Ben, man. We miss you. And uh, we will be back again next week to talk some more professional wrestling right here on the Let's Get Ready Network. Make sure to hit like on this video and subscribe. Uh, really, really appreciate all your guys' support as we head into 2023 and all the exciting stuff we got going on. So uh, for Soda and myself, for Let's Get Ready Network, guys, uh, we will talk to you all next week. Cheers, everybody.